Welcome to Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan, a podcast about the art and hobby of miniature painting. Thank you for joining us on our quest to become better, braver, and happier painters. I'm Mike, and I'll be your host for this mini-episode number two. Today I'll be reviewing a one-tenth scale resin bust by Young Miniatures of Korea. Just as a quick refresher, here are the ground rules for our reviews. 1. Transparency. This is an unsolicited review. I received this bus as a present from my wife for Christmas. Her goal was to get me something that was different from anything else that I have, and also to challenge me as a painter. And let me just say, her mission was certainly accomplished. 2. Objectivity. Dan and I will try to be as objective as possible. While I am horribly biased in this instance because it was a gift from my wife, I think most people will agree with what I have to say. 3. This is my opinion and solely my opinion. You may not agree, and that's perfectly fine. You have, the, you have the right to make decisions about your own hobby dollars. Our only goal is to give you as much information as possible. Now that that's out of the way, let's begin. Today I'm reviewing a one-tenth scale bust of the RAF Bomber Commander from World War II. The master is created by Young B. Song of Korea, and the box art is painted by Kirill Kananev, a Russian artist who is widely known in the hobby world. The artwork, not surprisingly, is absolutely incredible. The color choices and the contrast are quite striking. I'm immediately drawn to the face, which to me looks like an aged Brad Pitt. I'm not sure if the intent of the sculptor was to base it on an actual person living or deceased, but whatever that decision was doesn't matter because it's an absolutely awesome, awesome piece. So let's open the box. Inside, you'll find a big thick piece of foam, under it the miniature pieces, and under that another piece of foam. So it's the miniature is sandwiched nicely inside the box. The box is sturdy. If you were to shake it before opening it, you wouldn't hear anything move around. You'll find 11 different pieces that are in the box, four of which the head, the can uh, collar, the main body, and actually a bonus little plinth stand are all separate. And then there's another Ziploc bag inside that has um, a few other pieces, which we'll talk about in a moment. But the first thing to talk about here is it is cast in a kind of an off-white ivory, uh, polyurethane resin. Upon inspection, there's really no visible meld lines. There are a few things on it that are a little tricky though, like on the main body, the bottom of the head, the back of the collar, and on the oxygen mask, that's one of the small pieces inside the Ziploc bag, there are, I believe, what are called ports or where the resin pour happened. And they're pretty big. And so they're going to be a little bit tricky to get rid of. Um, it's going to be a lot of knife work and sanding. So just be, if you do decide to purchase this miniature, please be very, very careful. Um, on the bottom of the miniature, you also notice that there is a place for the little stand that they give you. There is some signature work. I guess there's a signature from uh, the miniature manufacturer. There's also a stamp of the product company. And on his collar is also signed by the sculptor as well. So upon further inspection, I did find a few uh, pieces of flash uh, hanging off. There's carbingers that run across the front of his chest. Um, both of those, which are beautifully sculpted, also have a little piece of flash. All their stitch work and such on the leather straps is absolutely incredible. Um, it's it really amazing to me how every time I see a new miniature, how much the quality of the details go up. Um, so that's the main part of the body. You'll absolutely love painting all the details and stuff on it. The head um, is a separate piece, uh, which is nice because you'll be able to take that, paint that separately. If you clean a look around it, there are no mold lines, but they're absolutely stunning 
hair work on him that uh, it looks absolutely beautiful and looks natural. Um, given all the curves and contours in it, actually, it looks like it went. The hair might be actually pretty easy to paint because you'll be able to follow with like the side of your brush to kind of give you a nice little uh, gradual highlight if you're using glazes and stuff along those lines. The eye sockets are nice and deep. There's some beautiful wrinkles throughout the face to give it some character. And really no visible mold lines, only that little connector piece that's down at the bottom where each of the pieces has like kind of a shaped slot, like it's very common in resin miniatures. And right at the bottom where the squared peg for the head to fit into the collar, well, there is definitely a connection piece there. The collar piece itself is very nicely designed, lots of fur pattern in it. Um, not only just fur, but there's stitching inside the fur, which is quite impressive. And it looks actually deep enough to get some shadow in there and some lining in there. There's all these little buckles and straps, etc. that are all nice and nicely sculpted and incredibly detailed. Again, at the very back of it, though, there is a connection piece for where it was I believe the pour happened. I'm not sure if it was ever connected to some form of sprue because I haven't seen uh, the way the master was done, but that's the way, that's kind of the way it is. In a little bag that comes with it that I mentioned before, there's an air hose, the gas mask, a connection piece for the hose, and then there's also a little tiny sprue that has three pieces on it, one of which is a cigarette that goes in the mouth and two of which are little straps that go around. The last thing is a piece of copper wire. Now, I'm going to be very honest. I'm not 100% sure what the copper wire is for. Um, I have emailed the company to see if there's some instructions, etc., because this is kind of new. Now, overall, the miniature is absolutely incredible. The details are stunning and crisp. Um, it has a very realistic feel to it and is absolutely a beautiful sculpt. Some of the tricky parts, besides just the connection pieces, are the assembly. If you are a mid-level to a lower-level modeler, um, and I'm probably right around the in-between low-level, mid-level, as far as modeling goes, this is going to be a bit tricky. It's a bit more on the advanced side, especially with the removal. And then there's also the air hose is straight. And clearly, if you look on the box, it is definitely curved around um, his body. So you're going to have to use either some boiling water or um, a heat gun. I, I don't know if I would use a heat gun, but you're going to have to do some bending in order to get it wrapped around. But that's, uh, that, that's kind of the only drawbacks of it. I mean, if you are up for a challenge and wanted to paint something that was sculpted ultra-realistically, or if you're into the military history, uh, military history figures or historical paintings, this actually would be an incredible bust for you to try out. And I... Can't recommend it enough. I am looking forward to getting a shot at painting this. I am a little intimidated by how it, how incredible it is. Oh, also, I failed to mention, even on the collar, the this, there's a sweater inside the collar, and that's even, you can tell, it's a knit sweater because of how wonderfully designed and sculpted it is. So, like I said, you'll find the details crisp. There are plenty of details. Every time I've looked at this so far, I found something new that I hadn't noticed before, which is kind of fun. So highly recommend that you uh, that if you're going to get into the painting bus or want to try something new, or if you've been in the bus for a while, this would be a great project for you to try out.
I also wanted to give you the measurements of the bust. So the bust itself, uh, from the bottom of the bust to the top of the head, is about two and a half inches. I know most people measure to the eyes, but I'm not sure how that's helpful considering sometimes these things have huge foreheads or helmets on, and so you measure to the eyes, but they don't even have a forehead. They really have a five head, and so they're substantially bigger. So it's about two and a half, two and a half inches tall, which roughly translates to, I believe, a little over six centimeters. It is about the equal size wide, and about equal size wide, and depth it goes to about two inches. So it's a pretty good bulky bust. It's got a lot of space to to play with. Thank you for listening. I hope this review was helpful. If you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you at listening to paint dry at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at listening to paint dry. We'll be back Tuesday with an interview with Michael Proctor from Clever Crow Studios. And as always, we hope that you become better, braver, happier painters by trying new things. Like if you've never done a historical bust or a historical figure, give it a try. Get away from your Space Marines or your D&D figures. Try something new and express yourself and have a great time. Until then, bye-bye. Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan is a production of LTPTWMD. All rights reserved. No portion of this recording may be used without the express written consent of the host. The music is Death by a Thousand Questions by Springtide. Download from the free music archive on a non-commercial attribution share alike basis. All views and opinions expressed in the show are solely the views and opinions of the person who said them. All celebrity voices, if any, were impersonated and done so poorly.